Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And welcome to the show. Calling All Sports, heard on 15 stations in South Dakota, Iowa, and Minnesota. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Again, we're rapidly approaching that 13th anniversary, just a few days away. Neil Graff is with us, as he is every Wednesday, as sitting in the co-host chair. There's about, I'd say, an average of three days a week that I'm solo, and two days a week that I have you or Tom Neiman or somebody else in here. I really enjoy the company. It's nice to have you here. It's fun. It's fun to, as we did uh, the first part of the show, just kind of banner back and forth, and we have a good time. Well, we're going to banner back and forth with our next guest, Bob Nielsen, who joins us from Vermilion, and they've got the spring game coming up. And, Bob, I was... We were talking about it here in the first half of the show. Neil is uh, heading back to Madison, Wisconsin, to watch the spring game under their new head coach, Luke Fickle. And uh, and there's something about a spring game. I know you know this. The fans, however many fans that turn out for it, there's an excitement for a spring game, isn't there? The fans that turn out, I think, are the true football fans. You know, they want they want to see what the uh, future team looks like um, and uh, the changes that maybe are going in offensively and defensively. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's exciting times. Exciting time for our players too. You know, they look forward to uh, showcasing the work that they've put in here uh, over the last month. Hi, uh, you talked about changes. Obviously, there are changes uh for you offensively talk about your new offensive coordinator and and a where he's from and b you know how's it going here in the first couple of months of having him on board well josh davis has hit the ground running uh, certainly a guy that uh understands our league uh, having played at south dakota state and been on staff there um for uh a long time uh including this past year as a part of their uh, national championship group uh, also you know brings to us a, a, a significant amount of coordinating experience uh, when he was over at Northwestern College there in Northwest Iowa and um you know been uh, really impressed with him and his uh, ability to to uh, provide leadership uh, for our program on that side of the football uh, We've been able to put together a great staff for him to to work with that uh, uh, brings a, a lot of experience, um, uh, including uh, a lot of coordinator experience, and even one guy that's uh, bringing some head coaching experience to the table. and And uh, those two those guys have been very collaborative and and uh, putting uh, our system in um, over the course of the spring. And we don't have everything in, but. Uh, you know, I, I feel good about uh, the work that they've done and the progress that our offensive team has made. Hey, uh, Bob Neil Graff here. Um, so I'm wondering, uh, you know, your your role as a head coach, it's, it's always intrigued me. You're obviously the CEO. You're the leader of the team. You're the top guy. T- tell our listeners kind of what role you play. I mean, you've got your coordinators. You've got your position coaches. How do you coordinate everything uh, you know, I mean, take us through a, a, a game a game week, you know, from a Monday to a Saturday. How do you coordinate everything? What, what's the regimen for you? <laughs> well, it's it's funny how that job's changed, Neil, over the, the 31 years that I've been a head coach. You know, for a long time, uh, you know, I was a head coach and offensive coordinator and, you know, did both roles. And, and now as you move and, and uh, move to this level, you know, I've gone from when I started uh, – 
having a, a staff of primarily, you know, part-time people uh, with maybe one full-time assistant that you had to do all of the planning and all of the organizational work and, and uh, maybe coach a couple of positions on the field to now having, you know, a staff of 15, uh, 15 people that uh, do a variety of things. And so it's a lot of, you know, managing people, including you know, your players and, and, and staff, uh, but I still try to stay actively involved both in the kicking game, uh, which is really important, I think, to winning football and and a little more involvement on the offensive side since that's what uh, a lot of my background has been. Uh, and it's been fun to to watch the, the offensive staff as they've installed stuff and maybe to throw an idea here and there in terms of how we might be even more efficient in the installation of stuff. But uh you know, you also uh, hire good people and and uh, let those people work, and that's a big part of what being a head coach is all about. Bob Nielsen's our guest, the head football coach at University of South Dakota in Vermilion as we get ready for their spring game on Saturday. You took over, you were kind of forced to take over the offensive coordinator job partway through last year when you made a change. I'm guessing it must be a nice relief now to have Josh in place and go back to that CEO role. Well, it's great to have a, a good staff in place. Um, and, and they, you know, hired uh, Josh with uh, um, uh, the understanding that he was going to be the guy to provide leadership for the offensive side of our football team. And uh, he's doing a great job. Uh, and so now back more into a support role of, of what those uh, uh, guys are doing in, in their respective jobs, uh, including, you know, Josh on the offensive side. All right, so the timing couldn't be better because you've got basically, you know, Aiden Bauman took over at, at some point last year, but now hits the ground as your guy at quarterback. I'm guessing the timing is great for him to be learning the new system along with the new offensive coordinator and everybody else at the same time for that matter. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that going into spring, uh, that there was going to be a tremendous amount of new learning uh, for everybody on the offensive side but learning it all together is uh, it's uh, there's no better way to learn and uh you know Aiden's been uh, who he's a real student of the game he's he's been a leader on that side from uh, understanding um and uh, uh provided uh, the kind of of uh, steady hand that you want uh, your quarterback to have as you're uh installing uh, a new system. Um, and so, uh, feel good about his progress. Uh, you know, he gets better every day. He's still a, a young guy in terms of playing experience. Um, and, uh, as you want spring practice to, to be, you want it to be a situation where you walk off the field every day, uh, saying that you've improved. And I think that's been the case for, for him as well. So how much of an advantage is, is it as Bob Nielsen joins us for Aiden to have grown up it's almost like he's he's taken over the family business, so to speak. You know, I mean, he grew up in in a in a football house. He grew up in a quarterback's house. I know his dad's been really important in his development. Uh, you know, both uh, um, you know, from a development physically and you know working with him as a quarterback on all of the the physical components, uh, you know, throwing the football, footwork, all of that, but also from a game understanding standpoint, I think it's hard to grow up in a household uh, when 
where uh, uh, where where football is is talked about every day and and not really learned to understand the game. And I see that in him. He's he's kind of like a coach's kid, you know. And and his dad coached in addition to uh, uh, to to playing as uh, you know at the at the highest level and. And uh, Aiden has definitely benefited from that. Uh, hey, Coach, uh, as you've uh, uh, moved or transitioned through spring practice, you're, I'm sure you're starting to see some of the strengths of your team and and perhaps some of the shortcomings. Share with us where you see the strengths, what we're going to see this fall, and and what do you what kind of shortcomings do you have to work on uh, this fall. Defensively, we're definitely ahead, as we would expect. You know, we've got a lot of experience back at all three levels uh, defensively and, and uh, you know, a system that those uh, guys have been in for multiple years. Uh, you know, I, so from an offensive standpoint, there's some growing pains uh, that, that, uh, that we see from time to time, but uh, there, there's getting to be more and more a comfort level, which you want to come out of spring with a great confidence in your system and I do believe that uh, that we've accomplished that uh, I think as you look uh, defensively I've uh, been really pleased with uh, the depth that we've been able to develop up front I think we're going to have seven or eight guys that are going to be able to play at a high level in in uh, in rotation um, you know, we've got uh, a couple of linebackers that uh, are uh, um, getting a lot of reps because we held out uh, our two All-Americans, Brock Mogensen and Stephen Hillis, uh, held them out of uh, spring practice as they're recovering from uh, postseason surgeries. And even though they're fully cleared, we just have uh, avoided uh, a lot of contact reps for them. And and that's helped that position group. Uh, and uh, our frontline defensive backs have really played well the entire spring. So uh, He'll feel really good about that from a defensive standpoint. Uh, you know, offensively, uh, uh, with uh, Nate Thomas's uh, return after missing all of last year due to injury, um, he and, and Travis Tice, we've limited them some in the spring just to try to develop a couple of our other younger running backs, um, which has been good with Mike Manseray and, and Charles Pierre and and uh, um, feel like, uh, you know, we're starting to, to get the offensive line group uh, in tune with the new system. So, uh, you know, overall, I feel good. Uh, um, you know, I think uh, the biggest questions yet for us will be kind of solidifying that receiving core around uh, Carter Bell, who returns and has had a really, really good spring. Um, but uh, to determine who those next uh, three or four guys uh, are going to be that are going to be able to play. And then also, uh, because we're using you know more multiple formations, uh, continued development of our tight end group on that side of the football is is something that uh, will continue to be a, a part of our work as we head into fall camp. Yeah, depth is. I don't think people realize how important it is to build depth, and it sounds like you're doing a great job of that this spring. I love the idea of holding back a couple of guys who maybe could be out there. You certainly don't want to risk getting them injured in spring ball when it doesn't mean anything and it gives you a chance to 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 find out who else can play there because i remember was it three or four years ago you ran out of running backs <laughs> yeah we were we were down to our very last one i think at one point in time in in a game so 
Yeah, and it's been hard to hold those guys back. I mean, it's hard to hold back guys like Brock Mogensen and Stephen Hillis and, and Travis Tice, uh, but, uh, you know, it's been the right decision to kind of limit what they've done in the spring uh, and, uh, you know, allow them a couple more months uh, to uh, uh, ensure that they're going to be uh, 100% uh, by the time August rolls around. I approve. All right, so how much contact is there in spring ball at USD? Um, you know, we, we've had a, a couple of, uh, small, uh, what I'd call, uh, uh, team segments, uh, where we've gone, you know, actually live tackling. And then last, uh, uh, Saturday we had a short scrimmage and we'll do the same thing, uh, this Saturday as part of the, the open practice for the, for what we're calling the spring game. It's really more of a spring practice with a, a scrimmage as a part of it. Um, you know, we're certainly, you know, we certainly have very physical components, but uh, I think that's one of the things that's changed in college football is the amount of live tackling that you do, you know, during the spring is certainly different than what it was even 10 years ago. And, and, uh, uh, our guys really do a good job of practicing at a, at a high tempo with the kind of physicality that, that we, uh, need to have, but at the same time, uh, you know, keep uh, keep guys off the ground uh, as much as we possibly can. It's kind of a fine line, isn't it? Uh, was it John Gagliardi up at St. John's that never had contact in any of his practices, uh, and they they won several national titles? So apparently, it it wasn't necessarily such a bad idea. And yet, you still want your guys used to getting hit when the first game comes around, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, I think that the that's what's really changed in fall camp too is now um you know the amount of contact in fall camp uh you know as uh you know spring becomes an opportunity to do a little bit more evaluation and, and depth development and you, and you need some of that contact work as as you get into fall camp um it's it's less about that and it, as it is more about making sure that you're ready for that first game and so the amount of contact that you do in fall camp is significantly different now as well all right so it's not going to be necessarily a spring game per se on saturday but it'll be a scrimmage as part of the practice what time and where are we talking inside or outside well, we're going to go inside. Uh, you know, we we want to give uh, all of our premium seat holders an opportunity to to use uh, uh, their suites and loge boxes and all of that. But at the same time, I think the weather is going to be such that being inside is going to be the right thing to I do. Agree. As I yep. look at the forecast for Saturday, um, and uh, you know, our guys enjoy uh, playing playing in the dome. We've we've been outside some for spring practice. We've had good enough weather, and we try to get in and out uh, in in combination. But we'll be inside. Uh, we plan to uh, to start uh, practice about uh, uh, about one o'clock. Uh, we should be into the scrimmage portion by maybe about one twenty, and probably about an hour's worth of work is what we're we're planning to get there uh, somewhere in the. 70 to, to 80 play range, uh, where guys will get a chance to, to move the football from different field zone areas and, and, uh, um, look, uh, look, look like a game to a certain extent from that standpoint. I, I think that's easier for the fans to enjoy because they get truly get to see the number one offense against the number one defense plus with substitutions as well. But, you know, some of these spring games, I, I, 
they keep score, but they keep a weird score. <laughs> like South Coast State, I, I, apparently they're going back to a more reasonable uh, scorekeeping this year. But in the past, I've never understood what they do. And I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying it's, you know, there are a lot of schools that they have their own little rules, like two points for a sack and one point for a hurry. And it's like, no, football is two for a safety, three for a field goal, six for a touchdown, and one for the extra point, two if you go for two, and that's it. Yeah, that's I, I've not been a big fan of the offensive-defensive scoring systems. Our, our defense knows the goal. or the, Their goal is to, to force fourth, fourth down and, and make the team punt or generate a team uh, turnover, and, and uh, offensively they know their, their goal is to, to move the football and score points. And, and we, we, we actually will, uh, during the game, start the ball from different field zones. So we get, we get some red zone work. We get some full field work. Um, and, uh, yeah, obviously built into the series, you're getting your third down work. So it's a, I, I think it's a good way to do it. Uh, our players understand that it's not about winning or losing the spring game. It's about uh, coming out of the spring game, uh, a better football team and, and – uh, uh, a team that's uh, ready to go in the fall. So it's a new offense being put in by Josh Davis. What should we expect? Are we looking at a high tempo type offense? Are we? What's going to be different? Well, fans are going to notice uh, a couple of things. Uh, number one, we're we're actually going to huddle um, uh, more than than we have. We'll have the combination to to go in a variety of tempos. We're you know we're going to be pretty deliberate on on uh, um, Saturday, as again, you know, not everything is in systematically. Um, I think what the fans will really notice is the, the 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 amount of multiple formations and some of the motions and changing of formation, which wasn't something that we did a lot of. You know, we were more a static formation team that that played uh you know played with a little bit of tempo a year ago and and now you're going to see a little bit more of what I call a, a pro style offense in regard to uh the uh um formationing and, and use of personnel um still going to see a balanced uh, football team you know a team that's going to want to run the football well and and uh but at the same time a team that's going to drop back pass and and uh, uh play action pass and so uh, I think a lot of the the plays might look the same, but how we're getting to those plays and the things that we're um, and how we're creating those opportunities uh, from a formation and schematic standpoint are going to look different to our fans. All right. Well, it's going to be probably a few months before we talk again. Are you going to get a chance to get to the lake and enjoy that a little bit this summer? I hope. I hope so. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, you know, we'll be busy here the next few uh, weeks with uh, the uh, recruiting period that we have in, in late uh, April and, and early May. But uh, uh, we'll get a little break here in summer, and uh, uh, our uh, our guys get a little break as well here after finals, and then come back for a great summer training session, and, and uh, excited to get going in August. All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Uh, have have fun at the spring game on on Saturday, and I'm glad you're doing it inside. I I was hoping you were going to do that for your fans' sake, not for the players, but for the fans. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. You bet. Bob Nielsen, our guest here on Calling All Sports. Are you are you out the door? A few more minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we better take a break here and make sure the commercials work, and then if you're gone when we come back, I'll say goodbye for you. So, yeah. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for being here again. 
It's my pleasure. This is great. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery at Vance Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Husett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And by Lewis Drug. Since 1942, that's 81 years they've been in business. That's a lot. I don't know what the percentages are. I know when I started my business, 
they told me I had a like a ten percent chance to to make it, and like very few companies make it to ten years, and and like yeah, very 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 few make it to eighty one years because when you think about it, that means uh, let's just say it's privately owned. There's been generational change in that company, and if it's eighty one years, there's been generational change a couple of times. And that's what happens. That's what's happened with the Griffin family. It's just been, uh, it's been growing and growing and growing. I'm so proud of what Mark Griffin and now Nikki and that family has done with Lewis Drug. So glad to have them in my lives. Uh, they became my pharmacist right away when I moved here in 1978. And they've been my, uh, they've been like family members ever since, literally. Um, so yeah, there's a Lewis nearby you. Make sure you take advantage. There's also an Arby's near you if you're hungry i'm telling you they they always seem to have something brand new on the menu that when you go through the drive-thru it just looks so good on the sign that you got to try it i still haven't tried the burger i don't know why i i i'm a creature of habit you know the farmhouse salad's gone so i've been trying other things but yeah i i, I need to try that anyway they've got the meats they got the treats and we'll be back tomorrow thanks for listening Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.